what's going on? Okay, let me do it again. What's going on, everybody? It is Coach Greg Adams back in here with another YouTube live stream. Apologies for the last minute and a half. All right. All right. Hold on for a second. Hold up. <laughs> Shout out to the coach gang. This is why you pay attention to the live chat sometimes. All right. How many people left? They're like, man, what the hell is this? All right. Shout out to everybody on Twitch and shout out to everybody. We are back in here. Shout out to everybody on Twitch. Shout out to the Twitch gang in the building. We are live on Twitch and we're live on the Ask Coach Greg Adams channel on Sunday. Now, I forgot everything that I said, but what I did say is look out for the hoodies. All right. Coming out. I know we're getting in the spring. You still need hoodies on the east and the Midwest. Um, hoodies are coming out and also the bracket challenge are going to come out. The NCAA bracket is coming out. All right, so Bracket Challenge will be available to you on Monday. We'll tell you how to win. Hey, man, somebody can win a great pool of money. And the top winner, whoever wins the overall Bracket Pool, will get an iPad Pro. All right, iPad Pro. So we we doubling down. All right, you want to get into this uh, college bracket. You want to get into the Bracket Challenge. Anyway, we got a great show today. What we do over here is I have, I have three questions that people ask me normally, if you uh, know how the channel works. I normally take a question and make a broken down video, but I, th- I said, you know what? My boy Avery said, man, why don't you go live with the show? Why don't you go live with the show? And then we can edit it, put it out later, each one. But uh, yeah, man, we're going to go live. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. And we're going to get the shuffling right away. All right. We're going to get the shuffling right away. But so, so these shows should be short. I can do some shuffling too. Look out, man. What you going to do? Look coming through. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. All right, shout out to you, brothers, man. Let me see what's going. Hey, ho, 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 ho. be quiet over there. I got a mess going on here. Let me see some super chats. Uh, super chat says Rob, Coach Kanye, put us on the map. All right, shout out to him. Um, I don't know, man, about this. I know Nicki Minaj and Kanye, and a lot of people are talking about the sphere. And I told you guys that this sphere will get some, will get a lot of men joining it, especially in 2021 and 2022. And um, what's going to happen is though. I think there's going to be a negative effect to that. All right. So I would protect your neck if you're a content creator. Start protecting your neck in the building. All right. Shout out to uh, the undisputed man says price is wrong for the audio coach. Yes. What a damn shame. All right. It's a GD shame. So watch out. There's going to be some blowback uh, because uh, particularly if you make content specifically geared towards BWs, you're going to get some blowback. But anyway. Um, what we're going to do is I got three questions. We're going to answer the three questions and uh, we're going to go from there. So here's the first question without further ado. All right. This question comes from JM. And uh, this question is he he doesn't always he asks me a lot of questions, but he doesn't always have detailed questions. It's just kind of right, right to the right to the point. All right. And JM says, how do you become more decisive as a man? How do you become more decisive as a man. Now, this is a great question. All right, we'll get to the main part of the question, but people are filing in. And so JM over in India, shout out to you. All right, shout out to you. JM over in India wants to know how you may be more decisive. Now, here's going to be my answer. And for men, I want you to pay attention. You're not getting these lessons in school. You're not getting these lessons in the world. And what they're doing is they're confusing you with choice. 
They're confusing you with a lot of choice and not a lot of direction. They're basically saying anything goes. And then when you face the consequences of stuff, they'd be like, well, you should have known. All right. So first thing about indecisiveness is I believe like a lot of things that we have in our country, that it, indecisiveness is a weakness. It is a crutch. It is a crutch in which many people live indecisively. They don't make decisions when it comes to making critical decisions at the point of no return. All right. All right. At the point of no return, meaning you got to make a decision now, people will fail to make decisions and then they will blame everybody else because they experience negative consequences on the end, despite the fact that they should have the information prior. Now, indecisiveness is a weakness to me. To me, it's a, it's a weakness. Because it it basically allows you to basic it basically allows you to stand in the middle of the street and risk getting hit by multiple cars running both directions, as opposed to choosing what side of the road that you would like to walk on. There's a sidewalk here and a sidewalk here. Choose one, but people don't want to choose. And so there's also a couple of phrases: stand for something or you'll fall for anything. If indecisive people fall for anything because they don't stand for anything, all right, they're afraid. To piss people off. There's another quote that was said in Star Wars, Star Wars, and it's a uh, who's more foolish, a fool or a fool that follows a fool. And a lot of people are followers. Thus, decisiveness takes leadership abilities. It takes leadership skills. So if you get to a point, a critical point in life and what I call the point of no return or the moment of truth, and you can't decide and you've had days, weeks, and years to prepare for this, and you still can't make a decision, it is a weakness in our country because we will cover for people with this, and it, you're basically lacking leadership quality. So I'm going to give you some things to look at on how to make easy decisions, not easy, on how to make decisions in your life, okay? Now, here's the first thing. Decisions require risk. So sometimes you will make the wrong decisions, and that's okay. You have to be okay with making a wrong decision. And the reason you're going to have to be okay with it is because you thought through in advance what the consequences were on both sides. And you said, I'm willing to make a decision, but here's the consequences on both sides. Like, for instance, I'll boil it down so most people can understand. Okay. Um, if, if you go to any religion, let's particularly say Christianity. All right. In Christianity, they basically say you basically confess your sins to the Lord believe in the Lord's son, and then you get everlasting life, right? But if you choose to say, nah, forget all that, then you don't get everlasting life when you take a dirt nap, all right? So basically, you have to make a decision. And some people are indecisive, and then some people are followers, so they'll just go ahead and say, I'll make the safe decision. I'd rather be safe than sorry. Now, that's not a way to live your life. You got one life, and you chose to live it safe and sorry. I'm not saying it's the wrong decision, but I'm saying you only made the decision because you didn't want to take a risk, all right? You didn't want to take a risk. Let me give you another decision, uh, the lottery. They'll say, hey, the lottery's up to $1.8 trillion, all right? And they say, you better get in. If you don't play, you don't win. Same thing with the religion uh, choice. So if you don't play, you don't win. And so instead of being, uh, instead of saving $25, you basically will spend $25 in which you have a little chance to win, but you'll save the 24, uh, spend the $25 and then you'll get nothing, right? Or you'll get nothing on both ends, but you're so much of a follower, right? So these are decisions that people make and they prey on you making these decisions. Although, yes, I'm going to be running the NCAA tournament pool. That's besides the point. All right. So anyway, how do you make good decisions in life? Number one, experience is your best 
teacher. A lot of times when you're young, unfortunately, you don't have experience. Youth is wasted on the young. Uh, sorry, yeah, youth, youth is wasted on the young. So a lot of times, young people have what? A lot of energy, all right? A lot of energy, a lot of, um, you know, they might have better looks. They have more stamina. They tend to have a better quality life. When you're older, everything starts creaking and hurting and whatnot. All right. And so what happens is you don't have the experience. And so you continue to bump your head. So experience is the best teacher. And if you lack experience, find mentors. But unfortunately, not a lot of young people want to listen. They think they have all the answers, but it wouldn't take them more than 10 days, maybe less 10 minutes to get their ass in a bind, uh, despite the fact that they know. How many, how many times have you heard a young person say, I know, I know, I know, but they just don't have the experience yet. In their head, they have a philosophy, but they've never been, they've never been to the moment of truth. They've never been through the point of no return. They've never had to risk losing uh, you know, their house or anything like that. Most people. So young people have all the answers. I know, I know, but they don't have the experience. And thus they never had to make decisions critically. Okay. Now, when they get their situation, when they get a situation where they can lose stuff, now they start thinking about the decisions. They be sitting there like, mm, I thought you knew. All right. You don't know now because now you have the, the point of no return. And so when you make this decision, it's got to be there's no savior. So experience is the best teacher. If you don't have the experience, find a mentor and watch people um, be humble yourself, young people, young people, humble yourselves. I know you know in theory, but in real life, you don't know, and you never will. But anyway, the next thing to do uh, in, uh, in order to be decisive is anticipate. Anticipate. Anticipate problems. Some people complain about problems as if they thought that there would be no problems in life. Okay? There's always going to be problems. And you have to anticipate problems. And this comes where, because me, I'm always thinking about what's the best case scenario. Like I'm always preparing for a problem. Anytime I do something, I say, okay, this could happen or that could happen. And I'm prepared for the best case scenario and the worst case scenario. Now, some people might say, well, you're a pessimist or you're not enough of an optimist or you're a realist or whatever. No, no, no. I'm preparing for the best case scenario. And I'm going, what is the absolute worst that can happen? And can I handle the worst situation? Many times, if I can handle the worst situation, it's easier for me to decide. But a lot of people don't see what's best or worse, or they just look at what's worse and never what's best or vice versa. And they don't have all the information. So some people are afraid to take the risk. Some people are, are wanting to take the risk. I'm sorry, some people don't acknowledge the risk and they just go out there, both feet in, they dive in and they don't have a way to get out. So you always have an exit plan or an exit strategy so that your decision, so this goes in anticipate, anticipate that there, there will be a problem, prepare for it, think of the best and the worst case scenario, and then think of an exit plan. Exit plan. <laughs> all right, think of an exit plan. Now, sometimes you can't exit all the way out of it, but you can mitigate disaster, all right? So this will happen when you start preparing and anticipate. Now, the next thing, and there's only two more things on this one, know what you want in every scenario, in every situation in life, know what side you're going to walk on. Like some people call themselves conservatives, but they're liberal about something. Same thing about liberals. 
but you're most of the time you're conservative about, about many things. So there's no such thing as somebody that's all the way over here and all the way over here. However, you should know what you want out of life in certain situations and uh, basically know what you want out of life. If you know that and you can stand on that like a rock, you can stand on that square when people challenge you, when people want to influence you to uh, basically not acknowledge your plan. Oh, I know you're on a diet, but we're going out and we're going to eat at Applebee's. All right. And you're like, I don't want to eat at Applebee's. And you continue to be under the influence of other people. and You don't know what you want out of life. You're going to ruin yourselves or you're going to allow other people to allow you to ruin yourselves. So if you know you don't want to be at Applebee's, you either need to get a new friends group that understands what you want out of life, or you need to make sure that these people can't easily influence you. Okay. Um, same thing with drugs, same thing with hanging out on a Friday, Saturday, same thing with giving up your uh, study time, same thing with giving up your ambitions, know what you want out of life and then settle for it. So that when, when people try to influence you, you basically just say, kiss my ass. Now, I did that, especially in um, different phases of my life. But with this content, I was making this content on a daily basis, despite on the earlier years, a lot of people trying to dissuade me or persuade me not to even continue going forward. I get less of that now, but I know what I want out of life and I know what I want to do and I'm going to do it, period. I don't care what other people are going to say. When you get older, you really don't care what other people say about you. All right. I'll be like, well, I, you guys don't remember that. When I was younger, I used to care. Okay. But when you get older, you're like, man, take a flying leap. All right. So on the last point on this one, make decisions that's best for you. All right. Not what's best for your family. Not what's best for your girlfriend. Not what's best for your wife. If you have children, make, make the decision that's best for them and you. Okay. Until they're able to be self-sufficient, then you make the best decisions for you. All right. And screw everybody else, man. Look, when you go down and you take your little final dirt nap, all right, after you live this life, it's only going to be you in that casket. It's only going to be you that suffers the consequences. Everybody won't suffer them for you. So never allow them to never allow yourself to make the best decision for other people's feelings. Man, screw them. OK, I don't care. You don't have time to worry about them. So make decisions what's best for you. So look. Take your hand, cuff your balls, and make a decision. When you get to the fork of the road, it's either one side or the other. Have an exit plan to get back out of this side so you can go to this side. But always judge what's best on both sides. Know that there's something good and bad on both sides. There's never 100% good and all bad on one side. All right? There's something good that you can get out of any side. And not only that, um, never live with regret. Never live with regret. Look, uh, I regret doing a lot of things in life. All right. But um, most of it I can live with. I regret um, I regret not being able to screw some certain women. And I regret that I screwed some some women. All right. So either way, I probably came out even in this. So anyway, man, you got to look. Yeah. Stop caring about what people think. And I think a lot of people are stopped make from making decisions because how other people are going to uh, feel about them. Man, forget all that. I don't have time for all that. Look, if you don't like me, I don't give a damn. I mean, who cares? I got enough people who do like me, all right? And if you wanted the people, well, I don't like you. And no regrets. All right, so look, man, that's a great answer on that one. I I'm going to do a couple super chats. And here's how I normally do it. If you have a question question and you want to jump in here, um, 
you know, we're going to do $20 super chats and above. But if we, you know, you just shooting the ish on the super chats, we'll read those out. So let me hit a couple super chats. All right. Shout out to Albert Wesker says men drop $150 on dinner dates and claim SEGS is free. Yeah, we're going <laughs> to we're going to go crazy on this one. That's going to be the next question on how people it's like this. And then they say they don't pay for dates. I mean, we're going to talk about this. Shout out to Frodo Bagham Young. Coach, can you add these to the podcast? Yes, I can. I can. Absolutely. And if you want to know, if you want to know how to catch these on the uh, podcast, go over to either SoundCloud, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts. I think Anchor still gets some. And, oh, and it's all over the place. Shout out to uh, all those podcasts here and there. Okay. Question number two. Question number two. Where is it right here? Question number two. Why do you say there's no such thing as free peace leave? Or as we call it peace leave. We start, we call it peace leave over there. <laughs> or free segs. And then follow up on that one is what kind of things do men put up with for free segs that you don't get if you pay up front? Now, let me just say the idea of pay for play is still considered illegal in many areas. If you are a male and you participate in this particular activity and you're somewhere on the street corner in some sort of uh, you know situation where they set you up, a sting operation, you could get a penalty or a fine for this in certain liberal cities, blue cities, New York, Los Angeles, San Francisco, and such. They are no longer prosecuting the women who are the purveyors of peace league, service providers, as we call it. All right, service providers. So the question is, why do you say there's no such things as free sex? Now, before we go on, you might be watching this show. So it is time for let me know that viewer discretion is advised. If you are underage and you are not ready to handle this information yet, or you're willing to learn, but you haven't got your parents' consent, you might want to get their consent to go further. But we're not going to be boombastic. We're not going to be vulgar. We're going to get this information out for you to understand and prepare yourself, okay? But a lot of people don't want you to have this particular information because it makes you less susceptible to manipulation, all right? And so that, that is what we're going to talk about. People want you to be manipulated through the use of feelings, even though they can't ensure that feelings can last for a period of time. And thus, once the feelings are washed away, there's no there's a lot of sins that won't be redeemed. All right. You're going to have to be what's going to happen is what's going to happen is they're going to produce a receipt of everything lost based on the feelings going away. All right. And then it gets back to reality. So when you get into a feelings relationship, all right, everything is free. But then when the feelings go away, somebody got to pay. All right. So basically, that's what happens here. So viewer discretion is advised going forward. And this show does not promote hate nor harm on anyone based on gender, relationship status, race, or et cetera. I admit I'm a little bit of an instant or, or ism. I'm a classist for sure. I definitely have an ego or a God complex and such and so forth. I know you don't care. Uh, you might think you don't care, but you're watching me. You clicked on my face enough to care. So if you think you can come down here to try to bring my ego down a notch or two. It ain't going to happen. I mean, I just love the people. I love the brothers of the Manosphere and the, this, the coach gang. But your opinion doesn't mean anything. It's not going to help. People have tried to stop me, but they can only hope to contain me at this point. Mm. <laughs>
I say all of this with a big, big, you know, with a big smile. All right, so let's get into the show. All right, so here it is. Uh, how do you say there's no such thing as free sex? All right, so let's go ahead and show you a couple of things here. Um, a lot of guys, a lot of men are struggling in this era because, you know, relationship dynamics are different. Men and women are different. Mostly women are different. They've gotten more things being progressive and gotten jobs and careers. So I can focus on my career. They have more choices and options, but unfortunately, choices create more anxiety. All right. Um, I'm going to just steal from Jordan Peterson here. I'm going to give him his credit in a minute. But um, even in, in communism, they often gave their citizens less choice. All right. It, it was because it created more anxiety the more choice you have. We have hundreds and hundreds of car makers. Anytime you walk down an aisle, we have hundreds and hundreds of different bars of soap. All right. Now, you don't even know what soap to get. You start walking down Target and Walmart. And you're like, what the hell? Laundry detergent. More choices bring oftentimes uh, analysis, paralysis by analysis. And I think, unfortunately, women have been shoved into so many choices in which they only have a few choices, but they think they have a lot of choices. Um, they think they're spoiled for choice in men, but it's analysis, paralysis by analysis. All right. And this is hurting the, the sexual marketplace. Let me just go ahead and um, pop this up right here. Where is it at? Uh, right here. This is Jordan Peterson. And Danica Patrick, all right, uh, one of the most overrated sports celebrities of all time. But we're—I shouldn't say that and use her. <laughs> I shouldn't say that and use her content. But Danica, I just want to let you know we operate under the principles of fair use. Although I did throw some shade on you, we do operate under the principle of fair use, which which I could use excerpts of copyrighted material for certain circumstances verbatim for the uh, for the purposes of the criticism news reporting and teaching so hey i did this you but hey i can use your content too all right so anyway <laughs> this is what happens all right so here we go yeah things possibly possibly i mean it's been interesting to see what's happened with with sex over the course of my lifetime i mean in the 60s there was this idea and it was probably the consequence of the birth control pill that well maybe sex is is free Right. It's free and easy because, well, now pregnancy wasn't necessarily a consequence and venereal disease was reasonably well under control. And so wasn't a blatant threat, certainly not a fatal one. Mm. And so people thought, well, hmm. why not free love? Mm. Well, I think the reason for that is it's complete rubbish. There's no free sex. It's too dangerous. And so, so what's happened is that from an emotional standpoint, are you speaking about from an emotional standpoint or physically? Physically and socially. Well, think of consent. Okay, when can you give consent? Well, the answer is we don't know. No, or under like what conditions? Well, what constitutes consent? Exactly. A whim? Yes. What if you change your mind? What if you're intoxicated? What if you're stoned? What if you're upset? What if you feel you've been manipulated? Hmm. You know, I mean, because the issue of consent is not if the act is serious and you can debate about whether or not that is and people have their differences of opinion, certainly emotionally significant in all likelihood. So if it's significant. Well, then consent is important. OK, so this is a clip that you guys can put in your description, right? Or I'll try. I try to put it in my description box to give you an idea that. The feelings when the when the act when the act happens can change. 
All right. So say, for instance, you finished the act, you got it for free, but you pissed her off and you told her to get out. All right. Now that free sex is going to cost you. It could cost you a new window. She might throw a brick through your window. It could cost you a new pair of Jordans. It could cost you a new paint job on your car. It could cost you any variety of things. And so what people fail to mention in a lot of these situations, because you get away with it so many times, is that a lot of times you're taking price out after the fact. Even when you try to deny that you're not paying for any, that you're doing the pump and dump, right? And so retroactively, you're going to pay prices that a lot of people are trying to turn the blinds out, eye out to and not admit that this is a cost. That was the true cost of it. Um, and going forward, let me give you a couple of other examples of what people deal with after their so-called free sex. So you deal with manipulation, further manipulation. I'm going to tell people about you. What are we doing? Where are we going? Where is this going? Um, this constant need to kind of try to follow up. Uh, the guy can change course. The woman can change course. Coercion, all right, making you do something because she wants to continue to see you. This happened in the Chris Brown situation. She wanted to continue to see Chris Brown, and then Chris Brown wanted to pump and dump her. It was free segs, and guess what? She sued for $20 million, okay? The bait and switch is always in play. It's always in play. Now, we get away with this so many times, all right? So a lot of times you're like, well, I, I, it hasn't happened to me. All right. Well, it hasn't happened to you yet, or it has happened to a dozen dozens or hundreds of other men. So therefore, just because it didn't happen to you doesn't mean it doesn't happen to other men. You're also think, uh, dealing with time thievery because she opened herself up to you. You now have to spend excessive amount of time. You might have just wanted to spend Saturday afternoon with her. But then you clap them cheeks and now she wants to hang out a little bit more and you don't want to feel like, oh, I don't want to kick her out. So you hang around and cuddle. You hang around and waste your time. You hang around and give up opportunities. You have to pay with time. You have to pay with time. And because you're trying to not pay with money in particularly, you end up trading time. OK, what about this love bombing? OK, because she knows that uh, as long as she keeps giving you some peace leave, at some points, you're going to turn it over. All right. At some points, you're a lazy lover and you're like, all right, forget dating other women. This woman's easy. She's giving it to me. She's she she's acting like she loves it. All right. Just this is yours. It's yours. You can have it whenever you want it. She makes it easy for you. She loves bombs you. And now you end up going, I'll just keep the girl. I'll just keep the girl. All right. And so you just keep her. You just keep her around one year, two year, three year, four year. And then now when you cut it off, she's going to come out with a receipt because she she's always charging you. Now, this isn't talking down about women. This is just how they look at things. I've been blessed with the understanding of women. Therefore, I can never love them because you can never love and understand at the same time. So uh, they always are charging you in the back of their mind. OK, this is what men have to understand. They might you might think it's for free, but they're always charging you. Meaning they're charging for their time. They're charging for the, the time you took them off the marketplace. They're charging for the uh, time that they did extra things for you. They're charging you time or, or money based on what they bought you. How many times have you seen people break up and then you try to walk away and she either ruins your PlayStation or your clothes or she sets it on fire or puts it out in the street for people to steal it. Or she takes you to small claim court saying that she paid for furniture and Jordans and Drabo jeans and triple fat goose jackets and hats and all of that stuff. 
that is always me because there's always going to be, and she'll have receipts and she'll have credit card statements, etc. So these are the things that you under, have to understand. You might be getting it for free for now, but she's going to charge you. She's going to charge you in the end. What about this? False accusations. How many men have you heard of? It's too common at this point. How many men have you heard of that gives you false, uh, that, that, that a woman says, hey, this happened, and then later on we find out it didn't happen? All right. Or an accusation. The accusation alone is enough to hurt you. If you're a career guy, it's alone enough to hurt you. It can hurt your reputation for a long time. Just the accusation. And then there's no penalty for her to commit a false accusation. Accusation. She could just say, hey, I was in my feelings. What about pregnancy? What about pregnancy? All right. Pregnancies in these situations. A lot of dudes have a friends with benefits. You clap and cheat. She feels you're going to pull away. And then she ends up pregnant. Okay, and now you're stuck with this individual for the next 20, 30, 40 years of your life. Okay, and so pregnancies is a risk from free sex. A lot of women get uh, pregnant all the time on free sex. Now go to the child support office and find out how many times men, how much money men are paying for that free sex. What about changing consent, as Jordan Peterson uh, talked about? Uh, What about stress? What about stress? Women stressing you out. I'm going to give you some examples to uh, look at. All right. What about uh, draining your pockets? Draining your pockets. All right. Um, You might think you're not paying, but you're paying every now and then you order Uber Eats every now and then y'all catch Uber every now and then you pick up a movie every now and then she comes over Netflix and chill. I mean, these are all pocket drainers. All right. And if you end up keeping her, you are going to pay through your pockets. What about bad attitude? What about what, what is this idea that you can get something for free that many people have used for free previously? I mean, are you are you picking up women at the thrift store? Let's just say a pair of shoes. Okay, these pair of shoes have been worn by 50 people, but now you're the 51st person to pick up these pair of shoes and put your nasty cornut smelling feet in those shoes. Now, is that free? Are you bragging that those pair of shoes are free? Okay, see, that's the problem that I have. You guys are bragging about getting free sex from used up, women so that's not free okay i would rather you have you know kicked her to the curb afterwards or paid her in the paid her to leave that ain't free okay it's kind of like so i always tell you women are always charging it's kind of when you get in the taxi cab you get in the taxi cab and they click the little meter and you're sitting there like this and they driving below the speed limit by 10 miles all right 10 miles per hour they're stopping at every yellow light. They're taking a long way around. And the meter just a ticking. Tick, tick, tick. And you sitting there like, God dang. That's what's happening when you deal with a woman. Every day, every minute, every hour you deal with them. Every time you she lays in your bed for free, there is a charge on the end. And it's just a ticking. Tick, tick, tick. You don't know what it is. You don't know what it is. You don't know what the final tab's going to be. But you just keep plowing away. You don't jump out the car, do you? You wish you would jump out the car. You're like, I might jump out this damn car. You try to tell a taxi, hey, can you drive a little bit faster? Hey, can you take this route? Oh, I didn't know where I'm going. I didn't know where I'm going. Don't worry. All right. Anybody ever been to the uh, strip club? The girl's like, can I dance for you? You be like, yeah, come on and dance. She dance on you. She grinding on your lap. She putting herpes all on your jeans. All right. And she grinding on you. She grinding on you. The song just going. And she... She grinding, and then the song comes to the end, and she just stopped like this. She stopped, titties all in your face. And you're like, okay, 
The next song, come on. You want another dance or you want to stop? Titties in your face. All right, go on and go. <laughs> she just, she just the dancer. Titties jiggling, herpes all on your G, and she's stiff, and then the song stopped. She stopped too. You want another dance? Uh, yeah. And she just, uh, then she dance on you on the next song. That's how, that's how women work. That's how they work. Same thing. She said, I'm going to come over and lie on my back. All right? Lie on my back. You clap them cheeks. She don't charge you right then and there because she know the meter's running. The meter's is running. So she don't say, give me my money now. She said, I'm going to get this dude right at the end. So I'm going to keep throwing this peace leave in his face. And then you want another You want another shot at this peace leave? Yeah, I want it. And in the back of her mind, she charging you. Now, she might charge you a little. She might charge you a lot. But you don't know. You writing a fake. So at the end of the dance where she grinding on your leg, the stripper, you don't know what the charge. Well, what's my final charge? She like $250. You're like, Lord, have mercy. I didn't even hit it. Same thing as when she come up and she called the police on you. She filed a false accusation. She gets knocked up. Your back end price, you don't know. But in her mind, this is what it worth. <laughs> right? Now, here's the deal. In the back of your mind, you should always know what the price is when dealing with every single woman. I don't care if she says, I don't, my love don't cost a thing or not. Some women will make you pay via a reward system. Okay, a reward system. So they might say, hey, uh, based on the amount of time you spend, I'll give you as much sex you want. That's spend time. Spend time, all right? You made, she made you spend time instead of money directly. Now, there's going to be a money fee at some particular point, but spending time is money. Based on how you made her feel, she gives you a reward. <laughs> You're such a good man. Here, open her leg. That is a cost. You entertain her. That's a fee. That's a price. All right, just cuddling on the couch for women is a good thing. That's entertainment, sir. You paid. You paid attention. Okay? Spend time. Pay attention. Pay money. Spend money. It's all the same. And then when you put your energy into her, you expended energy. Because after you bust, roar, you... And she's still talking to you. And what I would like to do in the future is, and what I, you like, what the hell? Why you ain't tired? You done went three rounds. And she still want to talk. Why don't you talk and cuddle? And what you, and after you wake up, you all groggy. And she's still talking. You're like, damn, if you don't get to cooking, what the hell's going on? I don't cook or clean. Now you got a problem. Okay. If you don't, if you don't pay up front, she's gonna charge your ass the restock fee, and it's whatever the fee she wants. You're writing a blank check towards it. If you don't pay up front, she got a blank check. You sign a blank check that she's gonna cash in later on. Okay, let me give you a couple examples. She's never walking away empty-handed. Okay, how many women did you, every now and then we'll get a pass and we'd be like, thank God she's gone. You ever do that? You you break up with a girl. You be sitting there like, oh, God, man, I got to break up with her. And she breaks up and she just goes. She'd be like. You're like, oh, my God, dang. 
she'd be like, all right, that's cool. Yeah, you know, don't worry about it. Yeah. And she just going to tip away. You like, you waiting for that ting. Hey, stranger. You're like, hey, stranger text is a payment. Because you can never get away with it. You can, you can clap cheeks and a woman could be roaring herself. She could be busting and ooh, she could be busting and still will put her paw out at the end. You owe me. For the past uses of it. You're like, what? A woman will come in 10 years later. You bust her back out. She had fun during it. And she'll come in. Remember when I gave you some peace leave? He was like, yeah. Well, she. I need you to do this. What? How dare you? Wait, you gave me that peace leave 10 years ago. What did I have to do with today? They'll come back and be like, well, I gave you some. <laughs> right? <laughs> so here's the deal. Check this out. This is what happens when um, you think you're getting free segs. This is going to be a long answer. Woman tries to extort Adrian Broner. Bruner, I don't know his name. I've seen him before. He's an MMA fighter. And he pays the price. Woman tries to extort Adrian Bruner, pays the price photos. So this is an example. It looks like there's a Kaylee here. Definitely a blonde woman. Um, we'll talk about that later in the week. Uh, they will See, this is, this is a free sex right here. He's a boxer. Okay. This is a free sex. And this woman took a picture of him roaring and snoring. Roar! There he is. There he is. And she took a picture, bro. Now, what happens? Uh, forgive the ads here. It says right here, Adrian Broner is one of the most recognizable boxers of his generation. At one point, he held multiple championships. And he's notorious and blah, blah, blah. He made headlines earlier this week week i should say here when inexplicably he somehow suffered two separate sex tape leaks in a day two-day span this week his affinity for women caught up with him once more his affinity for women caught up with him once more brothers there it is there's the pay right there it was free but it caught up usher said caught up it says one, he says, only this time he emerged with the upper hand. It, says, right, it started off when a woman on Twitter began to publicly call out Broner, threatening him with incriminating evidence. Quote, you have 24 hours to respond. And there he is. So this is why, again, you shouldn't fall asleep with women who, guys, they have these pictures of you. All women have them, bro. And this is her, a bit. this is her safety model. All right, I'm going to take a picture with you and me in bed. This looks like maybe a might not be a white woman. I can't tell. And they all got, if you let women spend the night, they all got these pictures. Okay, it says right here. And he says at Adrian, oh, she says, I'm not playing with you. Why do you think I'm playing with you? It's Christmas. I need mine. There it goes. <laughs> Look at this, bro. Look, man. You guys think it's free. And, uh, and if you're a celebrity or you're well-known, you have a good career, you need to not be doing this. If you don't have a good career or it doesn't matter, you can pump and dump. If you just have a job at the plant, pump and dump's fine. If you're a career guy or an entertainer, celebrity, pump and dump ain't going to work. Why are you being weird to me? She putting out all this dude. All right, it says right here, Adrian replied, I ain't got ish for you. Leak the photos. You shouldn't let me F for free. Bye. Now, gentlemen, I want to ask you something. 
How does he think he F for free? All right. He literally got extorted, exposed, et cetera. Now, this might not hurt his particular career, but it can hurt yours. But here he is right here saying, I F for free. All right. It's not free. Now he's dealing with the consequence. He's dealing with something else. See, this is what you guys think right now. I F for free. You didn't F for free. And she kind of proved it. And she says, MF is leak-ish from over a year ago. I ain't had a ha haircut in over a year. I don't care about B-I-T-C-H's leaking old nudes of me. You're part of my collection. See, this is how you, you don't want to live this out. And here's a guy that said, has getting a job and buying your own ish ever crossed your mind? So these are the guys coming out for the women, uh, blackmail and extortion. She basically tried to extort him, et cetera, et cetera. And they're telling her to get a job. So these type of things are turning back on women. They're getting backlash for doing this. There's another example here. Yamir Yager, blackmail with photo, couldn't care less about it. Yamir Yager, who was in his probably 40s, was blackmailed with a photo of him in bed with an 18-year-old woman. His response, to not care at all. So again, first of all, let's put the bed, this myth, that these old men can't get these young women. I've been telling you and telling you and telling you. And they, there were plenty of men. No, they mean not these old grandpa looking dude. No, not 40-year-old. You mean 30-year-old. No, no, no. Here it is right here. 43-year-old man, 18-year-old woman. Stop. Stop trying to challenge me. Okay. It is right here. Yamir Yager, 43, has reached the fun stage of his career where he's as much myth uh, as man. Here's the woman right here. Look, look. Look at this. 1843. 1843. Stop playing with me, y'all. I got too much evidence. I got life myself to experience this. Don't play with me. Okay, here you go. There's another case. Is this free? She tried to get attention. She tried to get, see, she didn't get paid. So she tried to get attention. She didn't get her money from him. And so what did she try to get? Clout. I'm telling you, I'm telling you, I'm telling you. Here's another example. Sabrina Duddish, five facts you need to know. What did Sabrina Duddish do? She put the Justin Edelman, just F Edelman, no lie. This woman literally got tried to reach for clout. See, it's never free. She tried to then reach for clout using your name. Okay, riding your coattails. You out there taking hits by linebackers, and this girl opens her legs. And then she tried to get clout off your name. It ain't free. So then she's out here trying to ride the ship. She take a picture of the man roaring and snoring. Guys, he's, this, is the, this is the world you live in now. This is the world you live in. Uh, let's see here. This is the world you live in. How about this one right here? How about this one? I'm giving you stories of how it's not free. Here it is right here. I am angry. I'm an unmarried stay-at-home mother. Yes, she's an unmarried stay-at-home mother in a 20-year relationship, but my boyfriend won't put my name on the deed of the house. Am I being unreasonable? Quote, to me, not being on the deed is a direct correlation of how I, I am devalued for my what? Time and labor. Time and labor. They're always charging you. 
And they're going to look at it when you break up or they get screwed around. They're going to they're going to look at it and say, well, my time I told you about time, my time. I put in this many years. How many years? 20 years. She counting. And I bet you she got receipts after receipts after receipts after receipts. But she got screwed. And so now she wants to be put on the deed. Why? So when she can leave him, she gets half the house. Okay. They're always planning and charging you, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. So this is a smart move by him. And what happened was he basically screwed her over by saying, um, we couldn't put you on, which is true. This is true in a mortgage deal. If her credit was bad um, or his credit was bad, somebody somebody's credit was bad, they will take one person off the loan docs and then submit the loan docs, push it through. But later on, you can add her or you can add him. Uh, and he never added her. And he basically is going to screw her out of the deal. All right. But listen, they already guys got something up, up their sleeve. All right. Now, here's another one. Michael Douglas discusses ex-wife Deandra Looker, Looker in a rare insight to his last marriage. What happened there? I'm going to scroll down. It says right here. Where, where is it right here? All right. I'm going to show you the price tab of this one right here. Looker and Douglas famously had one of the largest divorce settlements in Hollywood history with Looker receiving a reported $45 million plus the couple's Santa Barbara, California estate. Looker met, uh, they met when Looker was 19 and Douglas was 32. All right, I, I want you guys to put the bed. This notion that younger women don't want older men. I mean, it's, it's too damn visible. If you have the leverage, you're going to get access to them, period. Stop trying to fight me, okay? I know you guys live somewhere in Gary, Indiana, where you guys don't see these things. But if you live somewhere where people got some actual money and status and everything all in once, instead of somebody that just got money in the middle of somewhere in Fort Wayne, Indiana, and you never see these things, all right, these things happen. Men have access to all ages of women when they got money, period. So $45 million was the divorce. That's what he had to pay for banging his wife probably over a how many year period? How many years were they married? He could probably count how much it costs based on how many times he banged his wife. <laughs> I mean, if they were married for six years, he probably got peace leave about, you know, 150 times. All right, 150 times. And that cost them $45 million. All right, they're not charging you free peace leave, you say? How about this one, stress? Stress, they were married for 22 years. For some reason, I couldn't find it. How about the stress? Shut the fuck up. Yeah, you better believe it. I wear the fucking nuts, nigga, in front of public. You want to fucking try to look at other women, nigga? No, fuck you. You ain't going to look at other women. And you ain't going to tell me you're looking at other women. Yeah, I know I fucking consult the fucking child. I already know. I look, I'm not going to say nothing if you don't say nothing to try to cause a commotion because he's a fucking problem. You want to fucking try to fucking say shit to me, nigga? See, a lot of guys that deal with women for free deal with this type of stuff. And they're like, I'm getting it for free. And they deal with this type of stuff because this is the only, for, for, 
for for him, she makes it easier for him. But this is his price that he has to pay. Now, she probably has no problem lying down for him at the end of the night. She's going to be okay. He'll console her. He'll do what she wants and get a couple of happy meals. And then she'll open her legs. And you'll be like, well, it's easy. And I'm getting it for free. This is what you do. This is what this is stress. This is anxiety. This is this will speed up your cancer. This type right here is a fast death, but you're getting it for free. This is what happens because I say, um, I say I don't argue with women at all. And you're like, how? Because I don't I don't try to get nothing for free out of them. There's no need to argue. Let's get right down to the thing here. Just take her off the plane. I'm not bringing my bags to watch. If I don't bring my bags, I'm not ever going to see you again. I swear to God, if you ever come to my house, nigga, I'll call the police on you. Fuck you. Oh, really? See that? I'll call the police on you. Don't you do this. Don't you do that. She'll be lying on her back ASAP and Lee. ASAP and Lee. Nigga, I'm going to prove it right now. You shut the fuck up. See, people deal with this all the time, getting free sex and claim they never pay for it. She said, fine, whatever. Uh, they know that they're never going to face any consequences. So there you go again, right there. Uh, that there's no, there's no free, there's no free. All right. Let's say you got away with free sex with a hundred women by the hundred and one. Cause there's guys that are pumping up that say, I, I just bang them in $5 for Starbucks, which isn't free by the way. Um, you're just going to show up in your slides. You're just going to show up and bang them out. Let's just say that you buy 120, you're going to get caught up. And you're going to pay for all 100 bodies you ran through. You're going to pay a fee for the, the last 100. You're going to wish you paid the previous 100. Because this woman going to make you pay a fee that's going to equal to you being them paid all 100. Period. You put a seed up in this woman. You're going to pay the equivalent of what you could have paid for for all 100. All right, so it is what it is. It is what it is. Uh, let me do a couple super chats, and then I'll do the last question. It should be a quick one. All right, shout out to uh, the Lone Brown Wolf. If time is money, how is it free? If time is money, how is it free? Please explain to me. Time is money. And uh, going out, preparing to go hit on them, getting your, 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 little, your little sunglasses, getting your hair cut, Getting lined up, talking to them, chopping it up at the bar, two in the morning. All right, come on, man. That's that's pain. Pain to get into the bar club. That's pain. And people like it. Well, she didn't get nothing out of it. She got her belly filled up with drink and food. All right, while you were there, yip yapping. She might not got the food directly from you, but oh, let's just say dates. Dates. You take her out on a date. I didn't pay her. A chick of mine bet not keep a dime. But you filled her belly up with two for 20s at Applebee's. Guys, it's paying, it's paying, it's paying. All right, shout out to Gray Rock. 
that says one of your important topics. Yes, this is an important topic for men to understand. And in today's market, it's it's almost a fair risk. That, that, I'm sorry, it's almost an equal risk in dealing with women pay for play in a relationship. It's almost an equal risk. Now, again, it doesn't happen to every man and woman. It doesn't happen to every man and woman. However, it happens to more people than not. All right. The people who have so-called stable relationships, it's only a matter of time and they'll have to pay. You might be in a good relationship right now. It could end tomorrow. It could end in five years, 10 years. Um, women will be with you even though they don't love you no more. How many times does that happen? And then you find out you wasted four years. Well, I fell out of love you with, with you four years ago, but she was sitting up under you eating food, drinking, stanking, pooting, farting, all right, giving you a little bit of uh, duty sex, all because you gave her food and shelter. <laughs> it's almost an equal risk. And this is the first time in history that it's an equal risk. Void of light, CGA, keep pressing your foot against anybody's neck that wants to send men back to the plantation in order to be manipulated by the system. We can't call it tricking when the system itself is tricking all of us. Would you? Come on, man. Shout out to you for that. So what? So you want the dudes to get married and write a blank check? I mean, the pump and dump is the only argument against either tricking or marriage. You're kind of in the middle. You're like, I'm going to take this risk, and I hope I'm going to get 200 and 300 women without getting pressed. But again, you're, you're, you're lying down with a woman that has been fitted by 50 other men prior. You still have STDs. You still have consent to deal with. And I want men to understand, we don't have the manipulation of, for society. We don't have the people's court. We don't have the court of public opinion that can help us through this. You have to choose one or the other. And majority of men are going to lose on any one of these deals. The majority. SAU Engineeria listening to the Sunday lesson from my business working alone. Shout out to the coach gang and thank you for everything, coach. Give me the good boy tap on the head. You're such a good man. And these guys, I'm such a good man. I'm doing it right by society. I'm doing it right. I marry my girl. You're paying the most to get the least. You're paying the most to get the least. All right. Your relationship is purely transactional with a little double dose of manipulative feelings in it. Now, you can be mad at that as you want. No, I'm not transacting it. You're transacting it to get it little. You're trying you're you're paying the most to get it the least. You're such a good man. I'm a good husband, coach. I'm doing it right. I married my girl and she in love and she ain't going to never leave me. She ain't going to never divorce me cuz I'm such a good man. All right? And that's you. And she loved me and she got my back. She my best friend. <laughs> Men who have wives as best friends, God, that's a, that's a pitiful existence. That's your best friend? That's your best friend? I actually have an article that I'm going to deal with about men's loneliness. Let me see if I have it here. Because I'm still doing the research. This kind of kind of applies to what we're talking about. Let me let me share this screen. Make sure I'm sharing the right skin screen. Watch this. The devastating cost of men's loneliness. 
This was sent to me by Ask Coach Greg Adams person. Men often don't have close friends. In heterosexual relationships, women often maintain friendships for the couple. Boys start out feeling as connected in their friendships as girls do, but they tend to neglect personal relationships to pursue external success, meaning work, job, career, and then wives. Okay, and then eventually, like they said right here, your, your friends are her friends. All right, so you don't have no friends. You have a best friend, but she got girlfriends. And she got girlfriends too, but she got girlfriends and girlfriend, family friends. And she got all of that shit. She go to girl night out, shake the ass. And you, you be sitting there, bro, by yourself. Cause you ain't got no damn friends and your wife is your best friend, but she everybody friend. All right. And then when, if you get divorced, you're, you're going to be screwed on the, on the backside of this. So men who have wives as best friends, that's going to be a fat L. That's going to be a fat L. I mean, you're gonna be you're gonna regret that, bro. And because the, the biggest thing is if it goes bad, and it will, the majority of your marriages and relationships is gonna go bad. Her friends are not gonna support you. They're gonna ghost your ass. They're gonna be like, they're gonna bounce on you. You're gonna go to them, man. I can't believe she was doing this. She was out there cheating, shaking her ass. She was out there getting a Ben Roethlisberger in the bathroom and all of that stuff. And everybody going to know it. You're going to be the last to know. They're going to protect her. They're going to protect her. They knew they knew the breakup was coming before you did. <laughs> and so all of your friends and your best friend, your wife are all gone. They're all gone. So, men, have friends outside of your wife. If your wife's your best friend, that's going to be an L, bro. Shout out to C-Squared with the thumbs up. Suburban Mama says Shrek was living the ultimate free agent lifestyle. Shout out to Shrizek. All right. Shout out to the Suburban Mama in here. 909 in the building. All right. So, Shrek, I, you know, I actually only saw Shrek once. So, I can't comment on what was going on. But the free agent lifestyle has been shown to be the most effective lifestyle there is. We got Walker, Texas Ranger says, sister, you been on, oh, my, my. Appreciate you, man. You like when I sing, don't you? Shout out to SAU Engineeria. Shout out to Tyrone, who got one, he, who got shot. That type, oh, T-Mon, yeah, it wasn't Tyrone. Shout out to T-Mon, who got shot on his birthday five years ago. Rest in peace to T-Mon. That was hilarious. Warhammer, I was just jamming a Jeezy, and I was like, what the FCGA is on? We in the building. Thank you for the support. Juan Jose says, I need my signed copy of the Free Agent Lifestyle. What's up? Did you buy it already? I might have missed you. All right. Uh, send, me a, uh, send me an email. <laughs> the actual King Smith, King Smith airport couple still are together. I was giving a lesson to a young kid on how to avoid and be used and use that couple as an example. Oh, they're still together. So again, he paid. Think of how he's paying. Synopsis Joan, I'm just living the free agent lifestyle, listening to the coach. Shout out to the coach gang. We in the building. Appreciate y'all for being here. Warhammer says, is this the, the hardcore channel, coach? He says, sign me up, free agent. This is not the hardcore channel. That's the members only. This channel is just a growing thing because Twitch is here. Shout out to everybody on Twitch. What's going on on Twitch over there? Y'all still here? Over here. What's going on over here? 
All right, shout out to Aunt Antoine and all of them over there on Twitch. There's 12 people over there. <laughs> hey, I know. We'll get, we'll get it up here. Giving the Twitch stream some love, actual King Smith. The agency NYC appreciate you, brother. Shout out to New Yorkers over there. All right, he says just checking in and from New York. New York. Is there a R in New York from New Yorkers? All right. They be like, we from New York. New York. We from New York. New York. They act like there's no R in New York. <laughs> All right. We struggle streaming on Twitch. Yeah, we are struggle streaming on Twitch. All right. I feel like some, you know, beginner YouTubers over there. All right. There's 14 people now. All right. Let me answer the last question really briefly. All right, really briefly. Let's see here. Where's my last question? And this will be a quick one. He says, Coach, I've been thinking if I should start a business, start my own business at age 17, because I am thinking about doing my own thing with the YouTube channel and writing books. Since you got experience with life, I would like your insight with this. Also, I work thinking about quitting so I can see life, uh, see life I, oh, see the life that I want, though. All right, so a little grammar there, but yes, yeah, sir. Who sent this question? Let me see if I can find the initials. We're going to call him Deshaun. Shout out to the Young Coach Gang members watching this one. Uh, somebody's Deshaun. So uh, let me start off by saying, um, yes, if you get early as possible and you know what you want to do and you've done your research, starting a business as early as possible will give you some at least some information on how to make a business work later in your life. This might be the business that works. One thing you will find out is most men who start businesses that actually do well, it's their fourth or fifth try. Okay. They've already tried once, twice, or three times and whatnot. So since your overhead is low, hopefully you ain't got no child support. Hopefully you ain't got nobody pregnant. Hopefully you don't have a girlfriend at this point where you can focus on this. You don't need that much money to be considered successful in your business, although you need. Uh, at least some emergency fund in order to survive. So let me just give you an idea. I started my first little business. It was a little business, but it was a training business. I started it when I was 19, 19 or 20, roughly. And um, and um, that information helped me to where I'm an entrepreneur now. So like, if I didn't do that, it would have been probably difficult for me to start a business later on in life in my 30s and then into my 40s. So the information helped me. Learning helped me. So if you do have that opportunity to do that, but if you need money tomorrow, you might not want to start a business because even when you start a business and you invest the money up front, you're going to eat plates and plates and plates of crap. You're going to eat plates, all right? And so you got to be willing to sacrifice. But as long as you don't have any overhead and you don't need any money like tomorrow and you have enough to get you through your business, the hard times, which they're going to be hard times, selling yourself, don't get it twisted. Starting a YouTube channel, the first six months, you'll be lucky to make $25. Okay, I have eight, nine YouTube channels, and I've had probably 10 or ten or 11 at this point. And I would say three of them are lucrative. And then the rest are not. The rest are somewhat lucrative. Some aren't even monetized, and I keep putting stuff over there. Uh, so it's, it takes a while. It takes a while to build those things up. Some never get built up. So don't think that YouTube is going to be your bailout because a lot of people are using YouTube um, to, to make money. So, um, and then you got to find out how to make money outside of YouTube and still do YouTube. 
There's still some YouTubers that you think are making all their money off YouTube, and they're not. They figured out how to make money off of YouTube and still be a YouTuber, right? So sponsorship, apparel, vitamins, water, supplements, T-shirts, um, uh, coaching, you know, any of these type of things, uh, meetups, conferences. Uh, a lot of people make the majority of their money off this particular platform and server. So learn how to do a couple of grinds, test it out. Don't leave your day job. Um, if you need the income, work on it on your night job. This is the gig economy. Keep plugging away at it. Get some knowledge and experience. And then the next time you go around, you won't bump your head as much because it's, it's a learning process. Uh, believe me, if people knew how to start businesses, they would. But people are, yeah, Manscaped sponsorship. Um, if people, if people, if, if starting a business was easy, everybody would do it. But people know it's difficult. And yo, so you got to have balls to start a business. You got to start, you got to have balls to start a business. All right. And you're going to be working. The one thing that I love when people say, I want to start a business so I can manage my own schedule and organize my own time. Mm. Bruh. Let me just tell you, when you have a business, you're working night and day. I can tell you how I feel about you night and day. <laughs> you ain't working no nine to five. I mean, you it, it, like if you're sneaking girls in, I got between you be like this. I got between you be like, I got between uh seven and nine. I got between seven and nine, right? Like you fitting people in, and then like because if I have somebody come over, I'd be like, you got these two hours. All right. And don't show up late because then it's shorter time for your ass. That means I'm dragging you right upstairs as soon as you get in, if you show up late. And then I got to go back and do back in stuff. You working all day, all night. You ain't even sleeping. You like one eye open thinking. And by the way, Jay-Z even taught you guys about that. You're on the clock. Uh, you're getting paid just to think that's work. All right. When you write down in your appointment book, you think, oh, damn, I got to write my appointment book down. That's work. That's what you would do on the clock. And you got to do that on the clock 24-7. All right. If you're a social media con uh, content creator, just to give you an idea, you on the clock 24-7. Why? Because your content is running 24-7. Comments. What if somebody, just, just say for instance, what if somebody comes onto one of your content, your little channels, and puts something degrading about you? That many people might believe, oh, wow, look at that. And then they go and run with it. And you sitting there, you ain't reviewing it. You ain't ready to put out the fire. And everybody just goes, you find out, you wake up the next morning, 15 videos are about you. You're like, whoa. <laughs> okay, so understand, it's 24-7. When you start a business, you on the clock all the time. You got a brick-and-mortar business and the fire alarm gets pulled. The burglar alarm goes off. Somebody drives their car, backs their car up into your window, all right, at 2 in the morning. Or 6 in the morning, police at my door, fresh to D to squeak across the bathroom floor. Anything, all right, anything goes off. Somebody leaves the grease on and there's a grease fire. Anything could happen. You on the clock or you better pay somebody. You better pay somebody to be on the clock, which that means you're going to have to have the money. So it's... um. 
is something that people don't understand. And this is why people don't start businesses because they're not willing to take the risk associated with that. All right. There's a big risk, big, big risk. And uh, many people, let me just say this, many people don't take a salary or they're not even in the black until two, three years into their business. They're not even in the black. All right. So, um, you know, you're going to do this. It's going to take a while. You're going to have to take money that you earn, reinvest it into your business. I did that the first two or three years I was here. Like, that's why you didn't see, like, I had enough money to do whatever I wanted to do. But all I kept doing was keeping it going. Take the money I earned, put it back in, put it back in, put it back in. I improved my living conditions and all that stuff. But that was due to what I was going to do with this particular brand and business. All right. And then you got to think, is there an exit plan? What if it goes bad? What if it stops tomorrow? Let me finish with these super chats. These supposed to be an hour show. You don't want to wake it too long, make it too long. Frodo Bagham Young, would you warn someone of cases of monogamy or causes of monogamy? Hyper monogamy, hypergamy. Would you warn someone of causes of hypergamy? I don't know about causes of hypergamy. Hypergamy is natural in women, right? And they're rewarded socially for being hypergamous. So I don't know what to warn them about. You know, women are always going to find the bigger or better deal. Um, they're always going to hold on to this branch and swing to that branch. Uh, people who think relationships are permanent, you're just deluding yourself. I, I enjoy the time that I'm with women. And then when the time is over, I'll be like, good night, sweetheart. Well, it's time to go. Hey, we had a good time. No hard feelings. Bye-bye. And then it's on to the next or go into monk mode or good. I'm glad I got extra time on my hands. Hit the like button. But women are always going to say, man, I got a chance to level up here. And they'll do it. And everybody else, all the, the whole society will be like this. You go, girl. You do you. You do you. So that's a losing battle. All right. Michael S. says men in marriage and long term need to be aware that they are women of their women isolating them from friends and family. Another common form of abuse that society ignores. Yep. That, that's a big one. Um, I'll just show you, I'll just give you an easy way for people to understand how this happens. So, um, you know, uh, if you're a guy that has a large family or you have a family that might be not close to you and, um, her family is closer to you and, uh, you always go into her family stuff. And then it takes a little bit more effort to go to your family stuff. Well, when you say, Hey, uh, we should spend some time with my family. Well, it costs too much there and it's too far to go there. Nah, nah. Blah, blah, blah. And when we go there, it's going to be this and that. They're going to make it sound complicated, but it's not complicated to go see their family and go on family cruises and go on family vacations and anniversaries and all that stuff. It's not going to be complicated, but she's going to make it complicated. Same thing as when you're hanging out with your friends. You don't hang around here enough. The kids miss you and nuts and that and that bowling league and you you have riding motorcycles with your friends. They're going to make it seem like a big risk. Okay, you got responsibilities around the house. You got to do this and they do that. But then you're going to find out you're going to restrict yourself from your friends and family. And then on Thursday night, her ass going to get dressed and go to girls nights out. And you're going to be like, hold up. Wait a minute. What the hell is this? I've been chilling. I've been sacrificing. I've been not going out extra. I've been eating from I haven't stopped eating. I stopped eating from the lunch truck. Because you said we were on a budget. 
Now you're going to shake your ass. What is going on with that? And she's going to be like, well, you didn't have to. You shouldn't have done it. Now I'm doing this. What? Mm. <laughs> you're like, whoa. That's the card they pull. Well, I wouldn't have done it. You did it, so. <laughs> it is crazy, man. So you guys got to watch out for that. Uh, Trini Baller says, hey, coach, I work at SATCOM, and I have cruises like Carnival begging me for technicians to do satellite installations if I could find people who wanted to learn. Wow. So you got you got a situation where you need um, you need people. There's a lot of job opportunities, man, but we're Americans are too spoiled. We want it easy. All right. We don't want to go work for it. All right. So it's going to be hard for you to find people like I need someone. I really need someone to uh, literally be here. You have to be here. You have to be here almost every day. You have to be here for at least two hours a day and be editing another two hours a day. Like you got to be here without fail. You got to be here recording me. You got to be here providing content and then edit it down almost 90% so I can just come in and complete the tip. You know how hard it is to find that, bro? And I'm putting money on the line. Somebody always got an issue with it. Well, I can't come through that time of day. I can't come that many days. Why? Because people are always trying to find an easier, they're trying to find an easier way out. They're like, oh, I could do that, but this is too much work. Or people are like, I'll do it, but I'm in Columbus, Ohio. Like, I can't use you. I can only use you for a portion of that. So I'm not going to hire five free. I'm not going to hire five people to do the work. I just need somebody to do the work here. I mean, but it's damn near impossible. And people are broke. People are literally broke. And they don't want to do it. Somebody says, I can edit in remote. I got editors, remote editors already. I don't need another one. I don't need a remote editor. I need somebody that could get it done and be present, somewhat present. So you got to be here recording me. The, the biggest issue is the recording. All right. The editing is not a problem. The recording is the problem, meaning you got to be here, have to be here, present, available, record, be good at it. Be good at it. All right. And then, of course, you're getting paid, but ah, nope. <laughs> you're just like, holy shit, you got to be good at it, too. So a lot of people don't have the skill. They got one skill. Let me do this. Brisk Clown, you're absolutely right, Coach. He says, when starting a business, there's going there is so much that's going into starting a business. Got to be ready to sacrifice and also learn about the taxes. Uncle Sam, don't play. Woo, taxes is coming up. Tax season coming up, though. Yes, indeed it is. Uh-huh. Coach going to have to pay some taxes. I'm cutting back on Kaylee's on this one, bro. <laughs> Kaylee, like, can I come over this month? Oh, hell no. <laughs> I'm revamping my roster after this month. Taxes got to be paid. All right. <laughs> anyway, man, look, we're going to keep it short so people can review it. But anyway, watch the watch this channel for the playback. Do me a favor. Payback. Watch me. Do me a favor. Hit the subscribe button. Hit the like button in the building hit the like button in the building hit the subscribe button for this channel we want to get this channel above 50 my goal is to maybe in a year or two have three channels over 100 all right we'll see all right shout out to the coach gang let's play you something on the way out uh to deal with this world out here today who are we gonna play on the way out yes let's talk about work you want to pay your bills you want to pay rent you want to get starbucks 
You better work, bitch. You want to get groceries? You want to feed your cats? You want to watch Netflix? You better work, bitch.